Bitcoin hit 10,000 and it actually stayed there. I'm just going to be talking about recent events, Bitcoin, some apps that I discovered on Bitcoin SV, Lightning apps getting funded, and also some privacy scares that have come about. So I'm sure you've noticed because everybody's talking about how it's now going to be a bull market that Bitcoin hit 10k and it dropped a little went down to like 9,000 and then it came back up again and it stayed pretty steady which is why I'm talking about it because I generally I don't really talk about price or anything like that it's a little bit exciting I don't know the numbers but a lot of people have been saying that Bitcoin dominance has been dropping since this occurred everything is in green uh that's pretty awesome and maybe we'll see something happen in the next few months it's just the beginning last year 2019 like may around that time when the events were going on with consensus and also mcc we thought we had a bull market and then it wasn't so it's a little bit exciting just because 10k is a psychological anchor for a lot of people and i think you can't deny the effects of that on the general population so yeah bitcoin hit 10k and maybe that's a sign of a coming bull market and something to be excited about the crypto space maybe we'll have people become interested again and it's a bit different now than it was in 2017 the last bull run because there has been a lot of background technological innovation going on also a lot of scam coins because there are scam coins out there that were around seem to have dropped off and people are much more aware of the pitfalls of that so investors potential investors or speculators they're going to be a lot more skeptical of putting their money into anything because of what happened in 2017 this has been a serious burn for a lot of actual products actual projects out there that are building something but this was inevitable when the technology came out everybody was excited money flowed in and yeah it's not like you can think about the ethics of it but just look at the technology part of it because money came in some projects will be would have done very well and if they aren't doing very well eventually they will die out or they're going to adapt and they're going to build something that's going to be useful for people and that's the whole point of this space that i and many other people are pretty excited about that it's going to build something in a new way that we haven't seen before that solves a lot of issues specifically with trust and also when you're thinking about companies their internal processes or how they communicate with outside companies suppliers and transparency when it comes to organizations as well so i'm very excited i know cryptocurrencies don't reflect the whole blockchain space but psychologically they kind of do that's where the technology emerged and it's a positive sign that i think might flow into actual action from people you know like when trump got elected a lot of people got excited about the economy and that in itself might have affected the economy even before anything was done because they're expecting something to happen and so passing that 10k point might have effects on people actually adopting or investing or anything like that and it sustained itself a little bit so yeah it's super exciting Another thing I wanted to talk about was Bitcoin SV. So at Liberty Forum that I went to recently, my last video was on it, I discovered one app called the Twitch app. It's a social media app. Oh, I don't want to talk to Anthony from Twitch. Oh, go away. <laughs> it's a social media app. It's similar to Twitter. I signed up for it. Someone named Derek, uh, who's known at least on the ground in the crypto space, told me about it. And 
it was actually really nice now it comes from the bitcoin sv community i don't like that they call themselves bitcoin but i am genuinely impressed with what they are building it has a philosophical bent behind the app and that's what a lot of tech projects i think are missing these days they're not connecting with how important it is to be marketing big ideas and focusing on like the psychological aspects of it more so than just the tech and this has everything in it i got this brochure in person and it talks about why spam is socialism and why it's important to pay for things so if we're so annoyed with tech companies selling our data because we want to use their apps for free then just pay for it little by little i don't know if it's going to really take off but it might take off with the more ayn rand type people out there who recognize that this is a technological manifestation of the ideas don't <laughs> don't just use an app for free and then complain when the people who make the app want to get get something back from it because they're making it for you to use and so they have to hide in the background to get their own value back which is through advertisements versus if everybody just upfront says hey we're gonna pay for what you're giving us we don't just want it for free because everything has a cost then we're going to avoid all the other issues down the road like being mad at the privacy erosion and tech companies trying to sell your data well there are tons of people who have been building something for a long time gaining the user base and yes in some ways the public has been fooled because you think it's free and then you realize it's not free and we're only seeing the effects of that the value exchange going the other way way down the road like 10 years down the road so this is cool <laughs> there was this brochure i don't know maybe i can put a picture of it on the screen or something i thought that the user interface the psychology behind it and how it actually works is really good and I don't care who it's from like I don't care who the coin is from and maybe it will it will take off so that's one app and then I had found out like a week ago but I didn't realize it was from the Bitcoin SV people also about an app uh, it's a social media app again but it's video content sharing okay it's not loading so I'm just gonna put a picture on the screen it's a social media app again called streamanity and it also has a really nice user interface and it's the whole pay as you go thing now I don't know if the user interface and the onboarding process is going to be enough for people to not want to just go for free free but it was pretty good. I really follow video content platforms out there because I'm a content creator and I care a lot about censorship and deplatforming. So I can say that this is better tech-wise, like when you're using it and experience than pretty much anything out there. For the psychological aspect of it, such as with Twitch, I think that might make people buy into it if they are long-term thinkers, which most people are not. But maybe this will go somewhere also so i thought that was pretty exciting and then let's move on to bitcoin and lightning labs bitcoin as in bitcoin core solution to the scaling issue which was the which is what bitcoin sv and bitcoin cash were the alternative solutions to that for well bitcoin core came up with the lightning network as we all know and it's funny how we're finally seeing apps play out now i come from the idea business wise that when you have an innovation it's so new there are different ways to take it and people are going to go in a different direction with it i think that's fine i don't really like the tribalism actually i really really don't like it and it's hard to not get caught up in it one group of people went one direction another group of people went another direction but i think it's awesome that we're seeing things start to happen 
it's a second layer network on top of Bitcoin. They just got some funding, 10 million. They talked a lot about the CEO, Elizabeth Stark, because she founded Lightning Labs in 2016, and she thought it would be cool to build applications on top of Bitcoin. Now, the Lightning Network is not the blockchain. It's like a side network it's a payment settlement layer that's how i always understood it that allows transactions to be compiled first and then reintegrated into the blockchain later if she has customers and if it helps them i think that's okay and if they fully understand what they're getting themselves into as in it's not totally decentralized then i think that's okay and cool it's pretty big news because we're seeing development and adoption and people caring about users again so I thought to talk about that because it was it was pretty big news I don't know if the 10 million was the only funding that they had they probably have other funding but we're going to see things come out down the road and that's what we should be looking out for and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was my other favorite topic other than crypto and politics and many other things, which is privacy. Two specific stories. First, the one about Clearview AI. You've heard about it, I'm sure. It's kind of old news. And them having a surveillance system that's being used by law enforcement. I perceive it as a bad thing. And I found this horrible New York Times article that talks about how it's great for identifying child victims of abuse. That's awesome, but it still does not negate the fact that it's a violation of people's privacy rights. And I hate when they do articles like this that just point to the most horrible thing ever that everybody cares about and try to use it as a justification. This is why we don't have a lot of privacy because people think like this and then it comes out again with this long-term thinking thing comes down later down the road that our rights are being violated in more awful ways on a grander scale than these smaller incidents that yes are very important that we should try to stop children from being hurt it's the cure for a lot of the, the world's ills is to care about people and to try and defend them especially when they're vulnerable but that is not an excuse to violate people's privacy rights and so i just want to touch on that story they've just been scraping websites like facebook for example it's a private company in order to sell it to law enforcement agencies one of the founders specifically said that he doesn't see it as an issue because nobody's going to have privacy in the future anyway but as we all know when you build certain kind of tech with privacy enabled by default then we can solve all of these issues and it's also about adoption because any inventor or creator can come up with something but if the masses don't use it it probably won't take off and then if people like law enforcement had the ethics to think beyond the smaller solution i know ethics are complicated and they're doing it in one way to help but we also know it's going to be abused like it it is going to be and they can also work without it it's just removing one of their options to find perpetrators and criminals like the ones that they're excited about catching another story was this much older one was reported on by the washington post and it was a joint report with them and some other journalism outlet in germany because the cia read encrypted communications of allies and adversaries for decades and this is no longer relevant in that it's happening today. I mean, <laughs> maybe it is. But they're talking about something that happened in the past before private encryption solutions were available. Because in the past, encryption was really only for governmental agencies. So the US and West Germany, they collaborated just to spy on other countries, Russia 
and I think China were very skeptical of the company. The company was called Crypto AG and it just goes to show you how sneaky the CIA is, which I mean, what else would you expect? That's their whole purpose and function. And it's just a reminder of how you cannot trust what the government says, how they will abuse their power not abusing when they're using it for good but they have the ability to also use power for bad and if you give them a technology just like if you give private citizens the technology they can abuse it but it's important to have the playing field a bit more level because if they were doing this in the past they're probably up to some very interesting things that they will declassify some long time in the future so I just wanted to talk about these events. This is a pretty exciting moment. We have a possible bull market appearing right now. And people are starting to care a lot more about privacy. I keep seeing articles about it. I mean, I'm probably also looking at it a lot more. But it definitely seems to be much more in the public discourse than it was a year ago. And Edward Snowden's permanent record book was definitely a reminder for the global population of why privacy is important, specifically when it comes to government surveillance. And I'm so excited to see the creation of apps that are fulfilling the promise of blockchain technology. I don't care who is making them. I'm just excited to see where it goes, what gets adopted. And I think some of them are pretty cool. If you like this video, please give a like, subscribe if you're new to this channel and maybe let me know what you think in the comment section below. Have a great day. Bye.